0: everybody? This is the Educated Fan. I'm Brandon, and I am joined by your co-host,
1: my best friend, Andrew Moore. What's going on, buddy? Not too much, man. Just uh, trying to survive the quarantine, I guess. It's been pretty uh, pretty boring, actually. It's not hard.
0: <laughs> Everybody's complaining right now about the quarantine. Four weeks ago, everybody was probably bitching, I don't, don't want to go to work. I don't feel like going to do something now you know they get it it's easy no much like Netflix probably a lot a shit ton <laughs> i've watched four seasons of a new show wow you pick up any new shows recently
1: i uh not any new shows finally caught up on the handmaid's tale that's wild um i've been fortunate to be able to work from home so i haven't really left my house in quite a quite a long time
0: this is the first time since last Saturday when we recorded that I've been to somebody else's house, I'm pretty sure. I haven't been to anybody's house
1: since then. I'm just in yeah. my own home.
0: Yeah. A few people have been over to my place. Uh I've gone nowhere. I'm I I had to go somewhere for work on Friday. Um and that's it. Grocery store today. Other than that, I'm quarantining quite well. I'm enjoying it. So I'm not complaining right now. But people need to be safe. Too many people going around. I, I see people still going down to Florida. Traveled this week, went to Florida.
1: I was supposed to leave for vacation. My flight was supposed to leave today on Saturday. And so that all got next we were gonna go to Universal, so I'm pretty upset about that, but can't it is what it is, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, uh it that's a little different than people going hanging by the pool, you know, the, all that stuff's close. Right. So anyhow, so Let's jump right into it. Colts made um another big signing this week, one that caught me way off guard. Uh I wasn't Xavier,
1: really expecting it either, actually. Not at
0: all. I was I mean, I was hearing things about like DeMarcus Robinson, who is gonna stay at the Chiefs now, and then all of a sudden I hear Demarcus or I'm sorry, Xavier Rhodes. Um, who I'll give you my opinion right off the bat. I think he's on a downward slope at this point. Uh he's definitely not what he used to be, but
1: believe in Ballard that's my that's all I got for him um yeah it was surprising um the road signing I definitely wasn't expecting him particularly with with the Colts releasing Pierre Desir I did figure that a move at corner was coming um didn't expect it to be him Uh, the Colts went for the low risk high reward deal with him I mean it's a year five million dollars it's not not very expensive the Colts have cap space that's not the issue at all um, it will be a little bit less than what Pierre was making um, and I think what the Colts are thinking here is they see they see a guy that over the past couple years has definitely not performed up to what he's shown previously right um, I think pro football focus in 2018 out of 121 cornerbacks he was ranked 104. And last year, out of 123, he was ranked 116.
0: That's abysmal.
1: So not, not very good. Um, a lot of Minnesota fans, after the Colts made this move, were saying, like, why did they do this? He's been terrible. Um,
0: yeah, they're laughing. I'm sure they're happy to get rid of him. Right. I've heard a specific Vikings fan that I won't name, otherwise you'll get all over my dick about it, um, who, I mean, just all year long was obliterating the guy. And you keep saying – and you and use this a lot, especially in terms of Ballard's deals because they're usually short-term with free agency signings, um, typically. Uh, I feel like this one, with the emphasis, I feel like Chris Ballard's putting on making a run this year that the Xavier Rhodes isn't so low risk, even though it's one year. If this is the year, if this is the year, I mean, it appears to be a, you know, a year or hopefully a couple-year plan to make it to the Super Bowl, I mean, if he bombs, then there's the risk. I mean, it's that's high risk. That's going to hurt us bad this year right. if he doesn't perform. I hope the new scenery, new teammates, more energy. Um, you know, you're not on a team where Kurt Cousins is your damn quarterback. Um, and that's the guy leading the team to an organization like ours, which I think is better ran. You know, hopefully... That gets him out of his shell. He wakes back up and plays some good football again. But I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a huge fan of the deal. Um,
1: three years ago, I would have been. He would have cost a lot more than two. Yeah, he would have cost. A the lot reason more I say ago. the reason I say low risk is because if if he doesn't perform well, the Colts can just cut him. And I think at this point, after two bad years, I mean. Xavier Rhodes he knows his the situation the agent knows the situation this could be his last shot to really prove anything in the NFL um I think that will light a fire under him I'm not even saying that the that the guy's not motivated that's that's really not the issue because things I've been seeing he was a a good locker room guy um he he was somewhat of a leader within that locker room
0: that's the one thing it does bring to the DBs we don't have a ton of of older leadership in the defensive back position. The
1: oldest defensive back I think is Kenny Moore, who's twenty four before this move.
0: Right. Well, even though you're twenty four, if you're a rock star like Kenny Moore, you know, it kind of brings a little more leadership. Right. But I mean but still. he's still not mature to the point where, you know, he's no I I mean, obviously it's a different position, but he's no Bob Sanders. You know what I mean? Right. That was a you know that was a leader on the team. Um but yeah.
1: I think I think what the Colts see here also is those years that he was a Pro Bowler, an All Pro running back, or yikes, cornerback. He, his defensive coaches on the team, his DB coaches, Jonathan Gannon, Allen Williams, they're the DB coaches for the Colts now. I think they're relying on their experience with him. I think they're relying on the thought that they can get him back to back to his form. And I'm not – I didn't watch too many Vikings games. I don't really know the Vikings too well to know what kind of defensive scheme they run. I think they primarily did man-to-man, and the Colts are primarily zone. So Xavier Rhodes isn't going to be following the receiver all around the field like he has been. He's going to get help. Um, One thing that jumped out to me, and that is is imperative and absolutely – Demanded of the cornerbacks in this Tampa two is they got to tackle. And last yep. year, Xavier Rhodes had a career high in tackles. He's a long corner, just like the Colts one. He's someone that isn't afraid to go in the run game. Someone that isn't afraid to tackle one on one. And I, that's what the Colts are looking for. So, I think what they're looking out of this is he has familiarity with the coaches, with his position coaches. Right. He he knows this could very well be his last shot in the NFL. Um. I think
0: I'd call him a tough cornerback. I think is like you mentioned him getting into the running game, getting more tackles. I I think he's tough enough to be able to hang around in the, at Tampa 2 um and make those tackles when mm-hmm. it's going to be demanded of him.
1: Yeah, that's that's the hope. I I did see some Vikings fans say where he would get little minor injuries and he was banged up last year just like Pierre Desir was. Sure. Um and he he'd hope? be out for a right he'd be out for a few series and that and that really hurts, but Or they would say he lost a step. But, again, in this Tampa 2 defense, you don't necessarily have to be a burner corner because it's all filtered and funneled to the specific area. So he won't have to follow receivers around. I'm sure he will at some point. I mean, the Colts aren't just going to keep him in his little zone. I'm sure he's going to be asked to do multiple different things. That's why he's making – that's why they signed him. That's why they brought him here. Um, So while while the move, it's not – I'm almost like – 50-50 50-50 on whether I think it's bad or whether I think it's good. We just don't know at this point. We have to wait till he gets on the field and starts it starts performing to see whether it was good or not. So, I think there's definitely a ton behind why it could be a good move. Um and if he doesn't perform, I mean, that it's just a miss. So, uh, a lot of these a lot of these moves that the Colts have made this off-season they're they're betting on themselves a little bit and I think they're they're at a point where the team is in a spot they can do this, as well as we kind of just have to trust their past moves. I mean, I have had a lot of moves in the past that you thought, well, I'm not sure about it, and more times than not, they've proven to be the correct move. So,
0: if you had your option right now, same amount of money, would you rather have kept Desir, or do you like this signing more?
1: Man, that's tough. The potential, the potential with Rhodes, I think, is higher than it is with Desir. The consistency is probably with Desir, though. Um, then again... Desir's I, younger, too, right? I think so. Right. Maybe by a year or and so. And he's already
0: in the locker room. You know, he's already a part of the culture, was. Uh, but, I mean, like you said, and I hadn't heard this about Rhodes yet, uh, but, you know, like you said, he's a good locker room guy. So, um, there that was make up for the difference there, yeah, locker room-wise.
1: There was one incident last year where... I was reading. He blew up on Mike Zimmer after I think it was the Seahawks game when he was just getting torched, and he blew up on Mike Zimmer and everything, and had to be separated. And then the next day came into the locker room and and apologized, said he couldn't be like that, said that's not what a team leader is. So that that does show maturity. It does show that he. I mean, there's that's gonna happen. Sure,
0: but look what is going on in that locker room. Right. I mean, in general, you got <clears throat> big crybaby like Stefan Diggs, um, you know, and then you got Adam Thielen to the media outwardly talking about, you know, not directly about Kirk Cousins, but, you know, we got to get our playmakers the ball. We got to throw the ball. We can't win games just relying on the run game. And then all of a sudden, Kirk Cousins and, you know, um, Adam Thielen are best buds on the football field, and Diggs never really found that niche. But, I mean, Mike Zimmer seems like a hard-ass to me. I would think Mike Zimmer would be a hard-ass coach, right?
1: Seems like he's got that outside, Tom coughlin yeah. red
0: face, okay? Um and he wears those glasses. <laughs> they fall off his nose. Yeah, those stupid glasses he wears. But what but he puts up with that kind of shit. So maybe Xavier Rhodes just kind of felt like, you know what? Everybody else is speaking their mind. I'm gonna speak my mind. But then, you know, he had a night to sleep on it and went, Oh shit, you know, that's not what we're supposed to right. do. So
1: and then one more thing I wanted to say about this. When when this signing happened, I even texted it to you. It seems – it reminds me of the Eric Ebron deal we did a couple years ago where right. the guy was thought around the league to be not that, not that great, someone that um, wasn't going to really contribute anymore. Colts signed him for cheap, and he was able to have a breakout year. Now the relationship with Ebron didn't end well, but at the same time, I think – this could turn into a situation like that where you get a corner that comes in new place new locker room just a fresh start be with be with guys that that he's familiar with i really think it's important that he is coming back to the db coaches that he was familiar with and that molded him and were on his side when he was a pro bowler and turned into this all pro i think that is definitely a big difference maker and um i I mean I'm excited to see what happens for sure. it's it's a big name that the Colts normally don't go after the big names um but it's something that that could really help with this secondary and and turn it into even just more of these defensive moves that Chris Ballard wants to make into a dominant defense.
0: right. And this I think is one of the first signings that you saw probably 20 minutes before I did. I, I've been so disconnected this week. Um, this working at home from home stuff is different. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I uh, I just kind of get distracted really easily and watch a ton of Netflix. So I, I missed it until you, you had texted me and our buddy um, about it. So um, I guess overall, I, I trust Ballard. I trust that he thinks he's going to fit in the scheme right. I mean, if he's not covering guys man-to-man, it's hard to get beat deep when you're main – zone is the flat, correct? Right. And, cover and, two.
1: and the Tampa two is made to keep everything in front of you. Too. Exactly. And it's made to limit those big plays. So uh-huh. he's going to have Malik hooker or Kari Willis on that side to give him a help deep pretty much on every play.
0: Yeah. And Malik hooker, <laughs> Malik hooker. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. I think he, speaking of him, I think he needs to have a better year and he needs to really start coming out. He had Ballard said he had a good, not great year. He had a
0: better second half of the year. In my opinion, I don't know about that. He had that. some interceptions in the second half of the season. He that, had
1: some interceptions, but at the same time, they gave up a lot of big plays in the second half. Yeah, the defense I, completely crumbled in December.
0: crumbled. You know I mean? The whole team just fell apart. The, the defense was so good in the beginning of the year. We were the number one red zone defense, if I remember correctly. We were playing amazing defense. And mm-hmm. then as a defensive team that is all of a sudden on the field the whole damn game because the offense all of a sudden stopped clicking – the defense is going to start to, you know, suffer from that as well. Um, but yeah, so Xavier Rhodes overall. Okay. I, I I don't love it, but you're higher on it than me. And I trust you and Ballard. I think both, I'm so. a little
1: bit, I think I'm hopeful. I just think a change of scenery can do well. I'm not saying change he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to turn back and do uh, a, an all pro cornerback. But at the same time, I think he has a higher potential, higher ceiling than what Desir could give us. And I think, like I said, it's a low-risk move. It's not very expensive. If the Colts need to cut him, they can. Um, and it could be a very high payoff if he turns into a great corner and someone that the Colts can really rely on throughout this year. So, All right. Well, here's to Xavier Rhodes, another Pro Bowl season. Cheers. Let's,
0: Let's go. go. On into the next section here, but first – a couple things I wanted to talk about in the intro and totally forgot about. Uh, first of all, we need to show some respect to the GOAT. Had a birthday this week, Peyton Manning. Happy birthday. Turn however many years old.
1: I think 44. Uh,
0: favorite Peyton Manning moment, game, Oof. Uh, season, what, whatever, whatever. What stands out to you about Peyton Manning mostly as a Colt? I, I doubt your best memory is him in a Broncos uniform. So. Um
1: I mean, there's there's so many. For, probably Wayne, the main one that sticks out to me, um, game-wise, obviously, is the 2007 AFC Championship game against New England. You motherfucker. Um, and then the Super Bowl to follow. Both those games were just unbelievable. Manny didn't throw for 400 yards and, and five touchdowns, but that's – Didn't are, have to against uh, – those, those are in, the games. In, re- in that,
0: reference to the Super Bowl. Right. Didn't have to. Didn't playing, have to. Playing that Beer's defense. All he had to do was stay ahead.
1: Dominic Rhodes had like a hundred yards in that game.
0: Dominic Rhodes. Okay. So Joseph Adai, I remember his first run. I, it, maybe it wasn't his very first run, but it was one of his first. Um, I, it was his first big hit and I fell in love with a man bought a Jersey that month. Like I was, I was wearing a Joseph Adai Jersey for the AFC championship game, which by the way, that's my favorite moment ever too, because that went over the Patriots just meant so much. Um, I was wearing a Joseph Adai jersey that day, wearing a Joseph Adai jersey during the Super Bowl. That first, one of his first plays, ran outside, okay? Just flattened a dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, who is this guy? Joseph Adai's a fucking man. We had a double-headed dragon there all year. Um, Dominic Rhodes played well all season long, but Joseph Adai kind of... All of a sudden, it was Dominic Rhodes starting all year. Joseph Adai was playing better. We finally start to start Joseph Adai, and the tables turned. Dominic Rhodes said, hold on a minute. I'm the starter here, and he had a better playoff run than Joseph Adai did. But both had good seasons, great playoff runs. Um, Joseph Adai got to see his ass during the Super Bowl. That was wild. Pants ripped um but yeah i I have to agree you remember that i do i do too um i remember i watched that game with my mom uh just me my brother and sister and dad all were up for a little while like first half they all went to bed but so me and mom got to watch the colts win the super bowl we watched the whole
1: you know manning getting the trophy and all that um so yeah happy birthday to the big guy another another memory is just all the passes to him and to marvin harrison all those deep throws all those those comebacks reggie wayne the, My uh, mom was always a Reggie Wayne guy. The record breaker to Brandon Stokely when he got the touchdown record with the Colts. Um, I mean if 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 Peyton Manning isn't a Colt and doesn't have all the success, I don't know if if the Colts are in Indianapolis. There's definitely not a Lucas Oil stadium for sure. Definitely not. And uh so he sure sell no statue. He uh he turned he turned Indiana from a primarily basketball state into I think I mean Hardcore. there's still a lot of basketball fans here, right. obviously, but it's it's a football state. But if now. somebody
0: says, Hey, who's your favorite team from Indiana? I would guess that most people and it's gonna be skewed because of you know, if you just say team, people are gonna say Purdue, IU, blah, 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 but you're gonna get more Colts responses than Pacers responses. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, another thing I wanted to mention before we hop into Sheldon Day, um, I just wanna welcome everybody from the apple podcast app that are listening now that we are up and available on that um we appreciate you jumping in and getting involved on there make sure to leave some reviews we'll talk about that later um but yeah welcome everybody from the apple podcast hopefully you went back listen episode one and two um, but yeah, let's move on into Sheldon Day signing. We get another one from the Niners.
1: Yeah, so uh, a lot of people probably don't know who Sheldon Day is. have um, no idea. He is a, he's from Indianapolis, went to Warren Central High School, played at Notre Dame. Um, he was the defensive tackle that started next to DeForest Buckner in the, in the Super Bowl. Um, he's been more of a rotational guy throughout his career. I think the signing is going to create definitely more depth to the defensive line. Someone that will come in work very hard. He is a very high motor guy. Um, someone that will create competition with Grover Stewart for that nose tackle position. Um, Grover Stewart had a pretty good year last year for us, started to come on. So that's, that's just going to boost the competition there. Um, looking at the or seeing the interviews and and things from him this week he's very excited to come come home to Indianapolis and I mean hometown kid he he said he would used to him and his family would rush home from church on Sunday so that way they could watch the Colts play at one um so that was pretty cool to hear um I think it's I think it's a, a good a good quality signing for the Colts um helps create depth along the defensive line and and I mean Chris Ballard, man, he's obsessed with the front, offensive line, defensive line. He said that multiple times. He, I'm obsessed with it. so it's, Right, he, and he never had
0: put an emphasis on the defensive line. Um, hardcore until last year, Justin Houston, and then this year. He
1: spent a lot of draft capital on it. Right,
0: and things didn't work out the way we
1: wanted. I think with Kamoko Ture, that's going to happen. But uh, I think this is a big wake-up call for Tyquan Lewis, though this year uh, taekwon lewis may not be on this team come week one he could very well be a guy that's cut um definitely a message to him like it's it's now or never if you don't perform if you don't carve a role on this team i i think he's done so um i really like it i think it's it's a guy that's definitely going to add to the culture someone that um will be a quality rotational guy in there he's probably not going to make a ton of splash plays um he, I think he only has like six sacks in his entire career, something like that. But, um, so he's not that big of a pass rusher. He's a big dude, though. Um, he'll eat the run, he'll, uh, he'll definitely provide us good depth. And I think it's just a quality signing all around, really. Um,
0: big time on, I mean, he was on that defense to so the 49ers. He's right. I mean, and even though he's going to be competing, I could see him playing a major role. Um, like I said, I don't, I didn't know a whole ton about him, but, uh, I love, that Chris is still putting emphasis on that defensive line, uh, especially in the middle. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't have much if you on him specifically, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Chris still building on that line, keeping our offensive line together too. On both sides of the ball, he's worried about the trenches. Yeah. And that's
1: where we're going to win some football games. If you pay attention to what he says during his press conferences and when he talks to the media, he, he tells you what he's going to do. He he right. comes out and he says, I mean, there was a quote even at the combine where he said, "You guys are you guys are obsessed with all these wide receivers and talking about what we're going to do on the outside. I'm obsessed with the front. I'm obsessed with the offensive line and the defensive line." And I mean, he's proven that half the moves we've made this offseason have been defensive line. Um think of all right. the draft capital and everything he's invested into the offensive line. This guy will build from the inside out while everybody wants to go after the high priced running backs or the high priced wide receivers and wants us to go after those first. Ballard's not going to do that. He's never going to be someone that will go after those. He was going to build from inside out and that's, that's just how it's going to be the, right. his entire tenure in Indianapolis. Right. So
0: um moving on, I guess from there we can talk about, the Colts, the wide receiver position in general, Uh, so far we haven't signed one. We let one that we thought we'd sign and Funches go, you know, to another team. So, like I said earlier, there were some rumors about Demarcus Robinson, which I wouldn't have hated too much, wouldn't have loved too much. I would have been kind of neutral there, but he's staying on the Chiefs. So, still no free agents. So, I at this point, we're looking to the draft for wide receivers, maybe even first pick if we don't get Jalen hurts
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if we take a wide receiver with our first pick, um, just kind of depending how the draft which falls, which is crazy obviously. because
0: there's so many, and we've talked multiple times already about how we think maybe second or third round, maybe, maybe even doubling up, but there's so many wide receivers that we can do that. But with zero free agent signings and Lutton Funches go, it seems like, yeah, first round is a real good
1: possibility. Well, we don't have a first round pick anymore. You're right, second round, two <laughs> picks in the second round. Right, we do have two yep. picks in the second round, but there's this wide receiver class is is nothing that like has been seen in years. There's I've been I mean, I'm a big fan of Daniel Jeremiah's work from the NFL Network with his scouting and everything and he he says there there is maybe 20 wide receivers that could be quality starters within this draft. That's sure. a lot um there's compared
0: to free agency we just looked at a list of available wide really receiver free agents, many. and i closed the web page because there were so few that actually matter there's nothing available now that hasn't already been signed that's worth a damn really
1: i mean the top names in this free agency class were amari cooper i mean really good wide receiver he cost a ton of money um randall cobb resigned. nelson aguilar R- where'd he go oakland, he went- oakland that's right um, yep Robbie Anderson went to Carolina. Uh Devin Funches to I think, Green Bay. I think Carolina, I think I think Carolina
0: got a win there. Uh that Robbie Anderson boy is up and coming, I think. And although he's got probably I mean, the best one or two guys out of that draft class, um, throwing him the football and Sam Darnold, That that offense still just isn't there yet. So he was being underutilized. I think with Teddy Bridgewater and uh, the Carolina Panthers. I think they're gonna get him more involved, um, fantasy football wise. I I used to use him as like a wide flex option, you know. what I mean, every mm-hmm. once in a while when I was in desperate need. So do. He puts up some numbers. I think on a better team in Carolina, he's gonna have a great year. Um, and then you mentioned Funches to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers throwing anybody the football. Uh, that's that big and bad. I if as long as he stays healthy, we're gonna we're gonna be sitting here going, damn, I miss Funches. Yeah,
1: I saw he signed for like 2.5 million so not nothing much at all so right i mean i just think the colts really want to focus on that position in the draft there's so many different options the colts have a ton of draft capital um i think that's really where they want to go they want to get somebody that they can build a chemistry with 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 the other wide receivers on the team like i mean ty Hilton his contracts coming up in here i still think he'll be a colt but he's gonna have a few more years i was Paris I campbell cry. zach Pascal, zach Pascal. i mean he's only been on the team a couple of years both are young both are gonna stay for quite a while they want to get somebody in one here. of the best plays jacoby made this year was
0: a pass to zach Pascal, and then the right. other one was to ty hilton
1: right but again like like another quote that ballard says he when he first got here he saw all these guys all the fans coming with with peyton jerseys with reggie wayne jerseys marvin right. harrison he wants to draft guys and make them Colts for life. He wants to have the fans show up in jerseys that he's drafted, and that's starting to happen. When you right. go to a Colts Leonard. game, you'll see more Darius Leonard jerseys. Nelson. You'll see quite a few Quentin Nelson jerseys. The T.Y. Hiltons is always there. That um, I saw quite a few Kenny Moore jerseys in my that's at badass. the games. Yeah, so
0: you're gonna see some Philip Rivers jerseys there soon. Yours
1: truly. See, I'm not. Phillip I'm not going to buy a Philip Rivers jersey, I told, jersey I until to. only be here a to. year, maybe two. But, I have uh, to.
0: I have to stay with my word. I
1: have to stick with my word. So that's why. That's why I think. I mean, there's this what, free agency class just wasn't good enough to really spend that much time in, especially with with what Ballard wants to do on the defensive side. I just think this draft is so is so full of great prospects and that's why a lot of teams really haven't been going heavy into the wide receiver market because everybody sees how many great wide receivers are going to be in this draft and that's where they're going to get their pickings from hell i mean at the senior bowl a guy that they wanted to switch to tight end or possibly were asking to do tight end drills was chase claypool the wide receiver from notre dame and he went out there and dominated he's he's gotten himself into the second round so there's there's just so many wide receivers available in this draft, and I think that's where they're going to want to focus most of their their time and their energy.
0: Now, although the Jets got rid of a wide receiver in Robbie Anderson, they did sign Rashad uh, Perriman yep. from Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, and he's pretty damn good. He's not bad. Yeah, I mean for a wide receiver, three, mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty good. Um, nobody really that I think the Colts targeted until the draft at this point. So for for now,
1: we're and that'll it all just dep- right. It will all just depend how how the draft falls. And and a lot of the mock drafts I've seen, I've seen at least five or six go in the first round. Um, at towards the back end of the first round, you can kind of interchange some of the names. There are a few names that I hope fall out of the first round and get to thirty four. If that's who the Colts choose to pick there, um, we'll talk about those wide receivers and everything when it gets closer to draft time. But uh, yeah, we still got a while. That's. It, there's a lot of good talented wide receivers whether you want guys real quick little guys big body guys There are big body quick guys guys that can high point the ball there's just so many options depending on what you're looking for and 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 what role you you're wanting them to fill on the team so
0: any chance you think uh we have a trading back up to get in the first round
1: I think it's very possible with the draft capital that we have and I mean with with Ballard showing that he's what he can depart from a first round pick he has those couple second round picks that he could use if he wants to jump back into the first maybe the end of the first if he wants to grab somebody for that fifth year option um a lot of teams will do that they'll try to trade back into the very end of the first round so they can get that that player has that fifth year option instead of because once the guys get drafted in the fourth round you only have control of them for four years so very possible um I'm not sure I would bet on it Uh, again. It just, it just all depends on how the draft falls. If, if there's a lot of guys that the Colts are wanting to target that are already taken, then they might not think it's worth it. A lot of times it just kind of depends how it's starting to fall. What, if they think that player is still going to be available to them at 34 or 44, um, that all, they take all that into account. So it's, it's definitely a possibility. I wouldn't rule it out. Definitely. Um, but again, it's it, it'll all just depend on how the draft falls on, on that Thursday night. Right on. So that
0: about wraps up Colt's talk this week specifically. Um I mean we're in what second week of free agency now? Things yep. things slow down um around this time and all we have to look forward to is uh the draft at this point. So um free agency in the NFL. NFL news this week. Uh, We still got guys like uh, Clowney, Jameis, Cam floating around. I like to see Cam go to uh, either the Chargers um, or, hell, maybe New England. I don't think New England's in the running for anybody anymore. So I think Cam needs to get himself to L.A. and be the face of an L.A. franchise.
1: Yeah, I think if Cam does go anywhere, um, I could see the Chargers. But I just think the Chargers want to hold out for one of those top – quarterbacks in the draft or yeah, go offensive line one. um so i mean cam could go there uh, i new england's definitely not going after anybody they i think what they're going to do is they signed brian hoyer and they signed brian hoyer with the with the promise that he could compete for the starting job against jared stidham which yikes. do you remember
0: watching brian hoyer oh yeah in person oh yeah yeah good luck pal
1: so I mean, shit. unless the Patriots do this thing where they're planning to tank for Trevor and end up getting Trevor Lawrence, there's and dominating no way for Bill Belichick's going to tank and let know. Tom
0: Brady have a better record than him this you year on purpose. Know. Not a fucking chance in the world. But
1: uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Patriots will make another move. If they do, it'll be in the draft. They'll if a quarterback slips to them, that's where they'll take them. Otherwise, they're going to rock with Brian Hoyer and, and Jarrett Stidham. But uh, okay, yeah, Cam. Uh, Really, the Chargers? Maybe Jacksonville? The, I don't know. No way. There's, not there's, just, there's just not very many starting spots open right now. The
0: thing is, the L.A. Chargers are on the bottom end of the competition to win over L.A. The Rams are have got a stronghold on L.A. right now. Right. The L.A. Chargers need a big name, and they either better find a way to draft a big one, or they need a name like Cam Newton. Could you imagine? And um austin Eckler's out here talking smack about you know we need guys uh, you know with leadership skills and level-headed blah 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 but then goes on to say cam newton's one of those guys cam newton's not one of the most level-headed guys i could see but if he doesn't want
1: cam there he's a dumb yeah every everything i've been seeing that come out of la in regards to the chargers it's that they're going to roll with with Tyrod taylor as their bridge quarterback and I think a lot they're betting Tyrod
0: Taylor is not going to put butts in seats. I know, in LA, period. I know he's not. And
1: they need a guy that's going to put butts in seats.
0: They need to make some money. They need jersey sales. They need it all. They need a big yeah, name. You are not wrong in L. A. Period. Otherwise, L. A. is just going to be a Rams town, and the Chargers right. are going to end up getting booted asap.
1: Right. What do you think of? What do you think of Clowney still staying saying that he wants twenty million a year? I think that is absolutely absurd, and I don't think he'll get it either.
0: I think Clowney is going to end up signing somewhere for a hell of a lot less money when he realizes nobody's going to give him what he wants.
1: I know this. I know he's there's still, no holding out now. Right. He, know, he's just jobless. I know he's st- still working with the Seahawks on a deal, but um, I was. I mean, I've been seeing all the chatter from from Colts fans. Let's get Clowny. Let's get Clowny. I was looking into stats this week. He's only had one season where he's played all 16 games. Right. And the most sacks he's ever had in a season is nine and a half. He's never had a double-digit sack year. Justin sure. Houston at thirty-one had eleven sacks last year. Like that—that's not twenty million dollars worth. If no, you're it's, it's not, not twenty doing million that.
0: dollars worth. But the thing with Clowney is, I'm you know he's gonna if we got him. I'm not saying I want him, but let's slap him in there. Who are you gonna double team at this point? That 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 puts us at one of the top defensive lines in the league. Who are you gonna double right. team? You can't. At that point, you get because we're so spread out, you know. But yeah, it, it, I don't, he's not worth that kind of money. And the one year he was healthy, what year was that? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: 27 is that the year he got nine and a half? Yeah, okay, was, he had nine and a half that year, and that was what is. But he also had JJ Watt. No, he's been in the league for quite a while. No, shit. yeah, I think this, I 20... thought this was like his fifth year, 2014 maybe was Jameis in 20 That sounds crazy
0: well he didn't play his first year right because of a torn ACL
1: something like that yeah
0: he he fell in the draft because of the torn ACL in college mm-hmm. same as uh what's his face from Fort Wayne that's on the Cowboys Jalen Smith yeah Jalen but who, by I the just... way one time was in my uh, store and my boss didn't tell me that he was there
1: but man I just I just don't think he's gonna get that money now I know he's this he's closest with landing with the Seahawks but um, I just I don't know. So his first year he did play a little bit. He was twenty fourteen, but the it was twenty seventeen the year he had the nine and a half sacks, and then twenty eighteen he had nine sacks. Last year he had three. So it's just, I he's not worth that type of money, and I'm not going to stranglehold the cap situation if I'm if I'm the Colts by signing this guy when we ha- still have other needs that we need to address. And I mean, if he wants to sign with the Seahawks for 20 million, go right ahead. But I just don't think it's smart.
0: Well, he's only been there. What now? Two years. No, Since he just he got Houston? traded this year. That was his first year there. Right. So in his defense, you know, the Seahawks, I, if I remember correctly, they're like, Hey man, we're going to, we're going to sign you a deal after this year. We're going to get you a deal. You come here, we're going to take care of you. So that's a little bit on them too. I, I, if I, I I don't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure I remember hearing you know the Seahawks are promising big money come, you know the end of the contract that he was on. So I think was he tagged and traded it? Yes, tagged and traded. Tagged <laughs> and <laughs> traded.
1: Well, and then one thing, one thing that I've seen this year, and and Jim Ialo from the Indy Star brought this up too. Think of all the signings the Colts have made this year, or in this free agency period, or trades. So he tweeted this out. Of a possible games played, there's only of the four signings, there's only been one miss game. The last in the last four seasons.
0: I pointed that out last week.
1: Rivers is sixty-four of sixty-four. Buckner is sixty-three of sixty-four. Rhodes is fifty-nine of sixty-four, and Day is fifty-six of sixty-four. So I guess not one game missed, but last year of the four combined, there was one missed game. Availability is the best ability. That
0: that was a tweet from uh that jimmy yellow guy yeah yeah, yeah. That, i i saw that tweet too and i thought that was fascinating too that chris all of our signings right now have missed a combined game combined total of games in 2019 of one game and then between all of them for the last like three years i think it's like four games something stupid well, think of all the
1: injuries we had last yeah, year we bitch. need guys that are gonna That's be bullshit. on the field so sick and this is what these signings do these guys are durable they're going to be on the field for you. They're going to give it everything. Buckner will give it everything he's got. Rivers will. Day will. Rhodes knows he has to now. These, right. Th- there's a there's – a So even though he
0: was banged up this past year, he was still playing football.
1: Right. He didn't miss a game. Right. Or if he did, he missed one. But he could be the one in that group of four there. Very well could be. But all of these signings show that these guys are gonna be available on game day and we won't have to rely on our fifth, sixth, seventh stringers right. for this for this season like we had to last year.
0: Right, right, right. We got we got off track again because we just tie everything back to the Colts. We have to. Um so clowning ain't coming here. Jameis, God knows where he's gonna go. Maybe a backup somewhere. The
1: betting odds are Jacksonville right now.
0: No shit. Yeah. I bet he would like that.
1: Short move. Yeah, hard hard to sure. move hard to move during quarantine. Can you imagine famous Jameis and Gardner Minshew? Dude, I can't what handle a quarterback that. You gotta room.
0: I think I think Jacksonville's gotta ride with Gardner right now. I mean, they, they they've gotta go with this man. He got so much better uh, you know, while he played in college. Um, proved himself this year, I think, to be, you know, on the brink of being the guy, you know, as the starting quarterback. Uh, Minshew mania is going to make Jacksonville money. I don't think you, you threaten that. I don't think you get rid of Nick Foles and then bring in Jameis Winston to threaten, uh, you know, what Gardner Minshew's got going on. Really I think point. what makes a lot more sense uh, again, maybe the chargers, except, you know, here's the thing. Jameis sucks. He hey, threw he
1: got that LASIK. Eye he got Twenty twenty, Jameis Winston brother.
0: I know, but here's the thing. He, uh, he did play in a very difficult offense under Bruce Arians. Very difficult offense to be in, but 30 interceptions. No,
1: I know. 30 touchdowns. 30 30.
0: He's going 20 20. But here's the thing he threw over 5,000 yards, too. He was slinging the pill for sure. For sure. I mean, a lot of throwing the ball in that offense, but I just can't see a team signing him as a starter
1: for sure. I mean, I don't think they will now.
0: There's just not very many starting jobs open right now. I think New England would give him the job for chump change. He, he just has to be willing to Maybe, take the jump change. But I, here's the thing. He just finished his rookie contract. The dude's looking for money,
1: nobody's going to give it to him. Yeah. I just – I don't know, man. I don't think New England's going to make a move. I really don't. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong quite a bit in the first if couple episodes. Did, but – If they, they it, did,
0: it would be for Trump change. It could.
1: Very well could be.
0: It would be a very, very low second – or, you know, well, tech, yeah, second contract for a number one draft pick. Right. Um – Let's spin some off. Sue to Tampa Bay. Piece of shit guy. Good football player. Um, Von Bell to Cincinnati. I that surprised me. I thought he'd be back. We in. thought he
1: was gonna come back to uh the New Saints, Orleans, right? but New Orleans cap situation is just not very good right now. So I mean the the Cincinnati secondary definitely gets a good one for sure. I'm pissed off that Tyler Eifert went to Jacksonville. Um
0: not because I'm I'm that worried, but if there was ever a season he was suddenly going to be healthy and kick some ass the whole season, it would be on Jacksonville. Yeah. That's where he would go and fucking tear us up for some reason.
1: Uh, to Dallas. Yeah. He kind of fills that spot that, uh, that Malik Collins used to have when he left. Um, I saw some Colts fans saying that, I mean, signed on Terry Poe, but, eh, I think we're, we're good on the, uh, Defensive line, but the big stunner out of Dallas was was Traz, Travis Travis F- Friedrich retiring. That's the center, right? Yeah. So that you know, and they want to make a big
0: deal um, in the media about another twenty nine year old, another you know thirty and under guy um, that retired, but he's got some kind of a condition. I was just reading about it when I when I saw that because I was like, holy shit! Like that's a good offensive line, their main guy. Um, just retired at the age of 29 but he had some kind of condition that was really screwing with him in 2018 and then he made comments in 2019 um after the season when he announced his retirement that he didn't feel he played he played good football but he didn't excel and play great football and that's what he expects of himself and he felt miserable the whole year so um it was some kind of
1: it's a it's an it's autoimmune disease. An autoimmune it's called disease, yeah. I'm gonna butcher it, but Jillian Barr syndrome syndrome no, me see. something like that. No, I'm I'm not sure. It's no. an autoimmune disease. A terrible terrible disease for for this Gillian? guy. Um, he was he was one of the rocks on that Dallas offensive line that. I mean, was the best in the league for quite a few years, and now slowly, piece by piece, is is starting to go away. And yeah. I mean, the the kid was a baller, and I, it's just sad to. It's sad when when any when anybody retires so early like him. Obviously, Andrew Luck, Luke Keekley, Calvin yeah, Johnson. I mean, Calvin
0: Johnson was only thirty when he retired. Right. That's unreal. The right. dude could have broke some big records. Right. I mean, it's it's sad. I bet sad. Matt Stafford shit his pants when he oh, Calvin probably. Johnson was retiring. Like, are you – Fucking kidding me, man! It's
1: it's just sad. It's sad, but at the same time, these guys are taking control over their, over their bodies, over their careers, and saying like I'm I'm gonna walk away when I want to. So you gotta respect them for that, right?
0: And we see a trend of some guys retiring earlier. I saw a whole list of some guys the other day when this all happened. But I think Travis uh Frederick kind of is an outlier in that group. Yes, he's the same age group, but I really think it had to do with that autoimmune syndrome that he had. Um, this one, honest to God, just read it. I, you didn't I know this happened. I did not know this happened, and I, I I skimmed through our notes before the show, but um, I don't read every single word. Um, holy shit, Guskowski
1: released by New England. Tell me yeah. about that. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. So, is he still hurt? He, the what I've been reading, the last they saw of him, he's he's rehabbing. He still has a little bit of a limp. He wanted to come back for sure, but the Patriots are moving on. He he's the all-time leading scorer for new england he passed vinny i don't know if it was this year yeah, or the well year i don't think he's that. the
0: all-time leading scorer in the nfl well no mm.
1: obviously not but uh yeah that one there the new england patriots will have a new kicker next year as well wouldn't it be terrible if vinny went back to the patriots Dude, oh, not a fucking I would, chance that happens but I would throw up
0: but i could see vinny deciding to retire and us signing Guskowski. I could see that happening. Yeah. No way Vinny goes back to New England, because if he fucking does that, he's going in the Hall of Fame in the wrong shade of blue, and I'm <laughs> gonna be real pissed.
1: I I think Chase McLaughlin is the Colts kicker next year, but uh let's
0: go. Let's go. Yeah, Chase probably is.
1: But um yeah, that was so we'll see if Goskowski finds a new home. I mean definitely in his heyday was top five bears boom there you go bears there you go
0: they're they're gonna be calling his i'm sure they've made a hundred phone calls already that would we'll give you whatever we want just
1: don't double doink that shit (laughs) but uh yeah that was uh new england moving on from two guys that have been cornerstones for the for quite a while with him that's
0: what he does that's what belichick does he doesn't give a shit
1: no he doesn't
0: he wanted to get rid of tom three years ago he wanted to keep jimmy right and he didn't get his way because I mean, Bob it was stepped the, in. It would have been the smart move, and I move. think I and I I agree. But I think at that point, Robert Kraft said, "I get this one, and then when it comes time, you get the next one." And that's when we saw Tom Brady lead this year, and and Robert Kraft didn't step in and stop it again.
1: I think it was yeah. It and could partially have been. Tom's decision. I think it was more Tom's decision than anything. But uh,
0: I think he wants to go suck ass in Tampa Bay and watch Bill Belichick prove that Tom Brady was an average quarterback. Let's hope. um all right probably last thing wrap up here discuss um let's talk about the nfl not postponing the draft um here's the thing once they didn't postpone free agency i didn't see the draft getting delayed either i'm i'm not upset about it at all i'm excited to see how it happens. I just want to see the te- the broadcast. I want to see what what it looks like this year. It's yeah, going to be different from FaceTime
1: From the broadcast perspective, I think what they're discussing is going back to how it was um kind of before it was this big spectacle. I mean the draft used, used to be where it wasn't even shown live um or shown at all. So I think they're going to go where it's going to be more television studio, but I've heard rumors or ideas of them having a camera in each war room to kind of see show a little bit more behind the scenes they could very easily do that and i think that would be that would be pretty cool if if they do it right um so that's how it's going to be a little bit different now for hold on breaking news breaking news ravens Derek wolf agreed to one year deal last
0: updated that was today at 450 march 28th oh wow so that started another another out of the defensive line there for them okay i'm over that carry on but uh draft
1: yeah so from the team side of things it's definitely going to make things a lot more difficult for them uh they wanted it to be postponed so that way they could get more time one-on-one with the prospects in person um they're not going to be able to see a lot of pro days i mean Prospects are going to send in their own tapes and everything of them doing their pro days, but you right. can't actually be there. So one thing... You
0: can't run the workout. You can't... Right. D- d- uh, I mean, I guess GMs could be saying, hey, uh, we want you to record this and that, and we want to see what you're doing with this, and they could run workouts based on that. Very I mean, well I, they could, could have a little workout list.
1: But if if that's allowed, I know the NFL is cracking down on what, what is allowed as far as like FaceTime. You can only FaceTime mm-hmm. a player for an hour a day or something like that um but anyways i i so they're not going to be able to get their own measurements on a guy their own times on a guy things like that it's but it could work out that the teams that are really good at film study and really exactly know what they're, they're looking for at. are that's the teams that are going to excel Chris gonna look with at this film draft and that's what he's going to look there's at. A, a lot how of how film of things. there's a lot of film on prospects and that's what you're going to have to rely on what it sucks for though player wise is is guys from from smaller schools, guys from yeah. areas that aren't as as well known. They don't have the high profile games, things like that, where very many people don't really know about them. It's gonna hurt them a lot more than in past years. Um, but it puts more more onus on the GMs and the scouts that to to fight for their guys and 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 really show what they know. So. Um, I mean, obviously, it's, it's not ideal, but I think the, what the NFL wants to do is, I mean, there's no other sports going on right now. Exactly. This and is what everyone's going to be talking about.
0: Listen, next year, last four years, next 15 years, we're going to have the draft all the same you know as we normally do so hell i'm all for one year being a little different and see and we talked last week a little bit about maybe some cameras in war rooms you know 10 person maximum but um it's gonna be interesting i'm down with it i'm fine with it i Um, think
1: i think it's just another way for people to get their minds off of what's going on people can settle in see what their favorite teams are going to do in the draft we can discuss more sports since obviously nothing's going on right um well, God. well, hell! The uh, last weekend, the NASCAR did the iRacing Pro Invitational, where uh, all the they had like thirty some drivers get on iRacing and they broadcast it. It was the number one trending thing on Twitter. It had nine hundred thousand people watching it. And that's that's
0: got to be the most ridiculous thing. I've ever
1: it's heard. it's just well, people I can get their minds off. Well, I saw on ESPN last it. week,
0: fucking uh, the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Darts. Um, God, I saw something real stupid on ESPN. What the fuck was it? Oh, I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't cornhole. I, the dumbest shit I've ever seen being aired on ESPN live.
1: I heard they were gonna bring back ESPN The Ocho. That's true. I that's already a that. thing. I love that's that. That's already up. So that's I mean, one. Of, that's the channel this right. bullshit
0: was on that I'm talking about. I just can't fucking remember what it was. It was
1: So fishing. The. I mean, sure, I don't fuck with NASCAR iRacing racing either. Yeah, well that's better than anything that's on TV yeah, okay. currently. So, but the thing is, I mean, I love that the draft wasn't postponed as a fan because it it again it, it allows us to get our minds off things and 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 enjoy and talk about football and talk about sports. All right, one last thing that I saw a headline for, it looks like the owners are going
0: to vote next week on including the 14 team playoff this year. Uh you hate it, I love it. Um I think it's going to get voted yes. I think so it's it to be a reality. It's going to give the number one seeds a big time advantage.
1: But for me, more football. More football. I'm all about it. I just, I just, I'm not a big fan of giving teams that, that suck, giving them more of a, giving yeah, but them.
0: What's the other side of the weight there? Giving the best teams a more, bigger advantage. But if
1: you look back at previous, at the past, few years of super bowls the number one seeds make it most of the time anyway so it's like they don't need an extra advantage i just i don't know it's more football more opportunity for them to make money so obviously they're going to want to go with it um but i just i'm not that big of a fan of rewarding average teams with getting into the playoffs sure
0: okay well we'll talk about that more after the vote um so that's it i think we're we're done um thanks for listening uh again welcome to the apple podcast users thanks for hopping on and giving us some listens thanks to the spotify
1: um, guys from being there from uh from yeah the
0: ogs for sure obviously um you know based off availability um keep listening on apple Podcasts. leave some reviews spotify doesn't have a review system couldn't tell you why um but leave reviews give us the you know thumbs up five stars um then hit us up on social media we are at the educated fan um that's at t h e e h d u c a t e d f a n not spelling it again you fucking losers um also i haven't given a shout out to our wonderful man behind the art of our podcast um jose ortiz he has an instagram uh it's squirtle squirtle no e um s q u i r t l S Q U I R T L double double Squirtle, as well as Squirtle.Vinyl where he does some of his artwork, post some of that stuff there. Just want to give him a shout out for dude us is that podcast, super right? talented, super and, and, talented guy. And super he made cool, our man.
1: our cover art, and we really appreciate it. It's it's yep. dope. Been
0: friends with him for a few years. Um, so yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Um, until then, quarantine hard.
1: See you guys. Here comes the. Here comes the comes stuff y'all don't really it like comes stuff here comes stuff oh here comes stuff y'all don't really worry like comes stuff new here comes no. stuff wow. oh here comes stuff y'all don't really worry like oh. that oh. 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 really lend- i said so i keep big bills up in my heart on the dirty like let so i got no twisted